This is the Cosmic Voice. Everyone and welcome to the Cosmic Voice. This is season five, episode twelve. I am here with my co-host Chris Natalini. What up? What up? And I am Mick Michaels. Welcome back, everyone, to another show. Chris, my good brother, how are you? What is up, man? I am doing fabulous. Fabulous. The time of recording this, it is cold. Oh, very, very, cold. very cold. And getting colder by and getting colder the by hour. hour. Yeah, that's right. I'm looking at you. You got your COS beanie on. I know. Inside, right? That's inside. How, that's how cold it is. It's just brutal, <laughs> man. It's been- it is brutal. Today has been brutal. You know, we've been so spoiled because we've had such a, a decent run of weather out, other than the rain. But, you know, temperature-wise, it hasn't been bad. It's been an easier winter. We haven't had snow. A little bit of flurry, but that's nothing. A little more rain. I'll take it that way. But right now, February is in like a beast. Oh, came in like a lion. And tomorrow is going to be even colder. Now, of oh. course, yeah, this is just crazy. So I don't know. I got my Alaska jacket, everything ready to go, ready to go. But again, go. I can't believe it's so cold. It's Pennsylvania. It's winter. It is. And Puxatani, it, it doesn't road. matter. It's That's either six more weeks of road. winter or six s- more weeks. Yeah. I'd have, I'd have threw him across. No, not really. <laughs> Nah, because, you know, he grabs you. They'll tear you up, them them guys. They're, you know, it's such a cool thing, man. Like, straight up. Like, I just, I you know, I watch the news. Like, I that whole thing. I am in, man. I am here for Puxatawney Phil and that whole thing. I swear, I told my wife the other day, I swear, by the time I die, I will be at Puxatawney on Groundhog Day. I don't know when. Because, you know, people buy these things years in advance. But if I got to drive up there and sleep in my car, I am going to Puxatawney. I want to be there one time just to see this thing. Because it is is a spectacle. It is. It is. Actually, believe it or not, my wife had texted me. She goes, maybe we should go up there. And, like, not – I didn't provoke it. And I was like, wow. Chris and I had this conversation last year. That's right. We did. Yeah, we did. We had this conversation last year. And how it's, like, usually booked up for years in advance. It's crazy up there. So I said, hey, listen, let's let's do it. I'll go up. Why not? You know, we'll go up a day or two before. We'll stay a day after and then kind of see the sights or whatever. Because there's I mean, there's a lot of other things to do up there. Then yes, just, yes, just yes, watch yes. some little yeah, yeah. rodent in a suit and tie come out, and <laughs> I don't even know what he does. But then the whole world goes, yeah, okay. I, and I said to my daughter, I says, listen, as far as I know, spring is March 21st. That's what I'm living for. Six weeks, <laughs> one way, the other way. March 21st, that's when they make the change. So, But it's already getting lighter, longer, right? It's, it is. Yeah, it l- is. At least yes, over here. Yes. So I'm excited about that. And, and then after this whole change, we'll never have to change back again. Still not Same sure brother. what that means Same. or how that affects yep. anything and why my tax either. dollars paid for that decision, <laughs> but I'll take it. 
I paid for it, so I'm going to take it. Yeah, that's right. If you paid for it, you enjoy it. That's right. You, you enjoy take it, it, and you and you'll like it. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. You got anything else exciting going on? What do you got no, going on? No, brother, no. Just, uh, you know, you and I were talking off the air. You know, we both have some things coming up and, you know, looking forward to some spring, you know, with shows and stuff like that. Playing-wise, not going to shows. Well, of course, going to shows, but playing shows. We both have some things on the calendar. We'll be uh, on stage, hopefully, uh, soon, sooner than later. Moving on, at least for me, getting uh, a new chapter started with the new project. And uh, that's it, man. That's it. That's it. That's all I got right now. Awesome. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Listen, that's it. One that's step it. closer to whatever it is you're trying to achieve, right? We do it moment exactly. by moment, day by day, week that's by week, it. so on and so forth. And then in those times, the door opens and you can plan a little further down if you need to. You got to make it. the most of that's it. If you get too far down in the pike, you, you kind of get lost into here and now. Believe me, I've done that way too many times. Sometimes I'm having that issue right now this year. I got things happening so much, I kind of lose sight of what's happening right now, and then I'm missing something, so, you know. But it's, yeah, we've, it's talked about, we've talked about that plenty of times. Yeah, plenty of times. So it, it happens to us even with the best intentions or with the best awareness. Sometimes things start coming at you left and right. And as I told my bass player the other day, I says, I'm trying to make it all work if possible. Right? Right. If it looks good enough, there's no reason why we can't pursue it. But if it's too much of a struggle, then we just let it pass. You know what I mean? We'll let it pass, see what happens, and take the good with what comes. And that's it. So, Absolutely. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. It's Ross the Boss. This is Stephen Pearson from Rat, the Rat Bastard. You're listening to the Cosmic Voice. All right. So tonight's topic is cancel or not cancel. And what we're talking about, I guess, basically is the show. Do we cancel the show? Do we not cancel the show? Now, before I let Chris go on his tirade, I do (laughs) want to preface that we came to this topic a while ago because during the height of, not the height of COVID per se when things were shut down, but as things started to open up again last year, the end of the year before, and people started kind of working again, bands started going out, clubs started creating events. It became this thing where it was like almost too easy to cancel the show. Yeah. Like, now I realized at one time the numbers were going up real high and, and more and more people were being affected. So it became more common that someone you would know or someone in your band or a band that you were going to go see possibly could have contracted COVID, and then the show would have to be canceled. Rightly so, right? We're not trying to spread the disease. But there was also this trend that bands were canceling maybe more often than they should, Mm -hmm. right? And sometimes COVID became the easy excuse. So when we started to talk about this topic, that was a point. But then it was like other reasons that people start canceling. And bands have to decide, like, is it worth canceling because sometimes there's a fallout? At least that's how it used to be. Like, if you would cancel a show, especially last minute, unless there was something tragic that happened, you were usually kind of blacklisted from that, either that venue or that booking agent or whatever the case, maybe that other band. And that could cause problems, especially if you needed to book that area. Or if that was, you know, one of the, you know, run of clubs or venues that you would normally play. In some regards, it's in bad business. So we're going to talk about that and some of our feelings, personal experiences. We're all not saints in this. I mean, everybody's had an issue one way or the other. And sometimes you try to do your best to work through the issue. And I guess what we're going to talk about, is it worth working through those issues when you're representing your brand, your band, 
and all. So, Chris, what do you think? Cancel or not cancel? We have played by, say, we, my, you know, my one band, Siege of Perdition. There have been many times where we have had a sick member and we did the show anyway. Now, obviously, if our drummer was down and out, then, you know, that would be very different because you can't really do it without a drummer. I mean, I guess you could. You, you try not to. But there have been times where it would just be three of the five of us. I mean, that that was pretty much as, as uh, you know, low as we'd be able to get down in a band and still pull it off. And some of those shows, you know, weren't all that awful, you know, considering there was only three of us, me, a guitar player, and a drummer. We know our stuff well enough that we're able to you know, just run it through our mind, like, you know, as we're playing it, knowing what's coming up, how many times we're doing this. And, and you know, I'm not going to say we were completely free of mistakes, but we were able to pull it off through the years. You know, like you were saying back in the day, I could tell you, I never remember canceling. I can't tell you, you know, up till COVID, I, I don't remember canceling less than a handful of shows. I, obviously not because of me, because I'll do it. I, and I'm sure you have. I've played with a fever. I, I'll never forget one time we were playing St. Patty's Day in Philadelphia, and I had a, I had, I was sick as a dog. I had a fever. So during the other bands, yeah. so I was sitting in the car, bundled up with the heat cranked on, trying to sweat my fever out. And then, you know, I would watch the clock, and then I would go back in when the band was changing over just to make sure nothing changed in times. Go back out to my car, and, and I did the show. I mean, and I've, I've performed sick many times. I've performed hurt. I performed with a bad ankle and a bad leg and, you know, sick as a dog. And so I myself have never been the, the cause of a cancel, knock on wood. But I have been, you know, down that pike where we've had to cancel. Now, obviously, when you and I talk about canceling or not to cancel, I just want to make it clear that we're not talking about family emergencies or deaths because that kind of stuff does take place. I feel like I'm jumping around here and I apologize, but I, you know, there's a conversation I have with my band and this is a conversation I've always had with any band I've been in. If a member of the band can't do it, but the band can still do it. My first question is, is that member okay with the rest of the band still doing the show? And if that member is okay, then we do the show without them. I mean, it's, it's, it sucks. Like I hate to do it without them because I want the whole band to be there. Uh, as a matter of fact, Seeds just had a conversation a couple weeks ago. We have a show coming up in the future that one of the guys, one of the guitar players, isn't going to be able to make it because of a prior commitment. So I said to him at rehearsal, I said, well, listen, are you okay with, you know, do us doing the show without you? And he was like, absolutely. Don't, you know, don't not cancel. So there has to be that. Like, there has to be that conversation of going, listen, like, you know, what is, I don't want to say the rule, but what is the understanding that we're going to put in place for a band about canceling or not to cancel, right? I have my personal feelings about it and I'm trying not to put my personal feelings about it because I don't have kids and I don't, you know what I mean? Like I believe in having a commitment and if you make that commitment, then you're there and obviously things happen and we're not all the same. So that doesn't make me any better and it doesn't make someone else worse. It just, it's personal preference and I totally understand that. So you have to have that understanding. Do we cancel? Like what is the stipulations? Can you get by? Obviously the conversation ends when you don't have a drummer unless you're able to pull off a set that you don't need a drummer if you if your music is if you guys can pull off or you ladies pulled off as an acoustic act then i say go for it man whatever it takes not to cancel a show you do not cancel that show because i think that it does hurt your brand it does get people talking i i believe there are a lot more club owners and promoters and booking agents that have a better understanding about cancellations now i don't think and you tell me if i'm wrong but i don't think in 2023 that canceling a show puts that black mark on your project as an artist as it did back when we were younger 
I think because canceling nowadays is such a thing, right? I'm like, I, I've I've known bands that canceled because they didn't want to go on first. I've known bands that canceled because they just didn't feel like going to the show. Like, you know, the show's already been booked and the guy in the band's like, man, we don't really feel like driving to the show or, you know, it's raining out. There have been many bands that I've been on bills with. And then when the email or the message comes through from the promoter or the club owner, this is how Saturday night's going to go. And then the band finds out that they're first that all of a sudden they're not playing. I mean, it happens. I see it more frequent than you would probably believe if I showed it to you. Because canceling is such a thing. I mean, even in your bigger bands, like now, and we've talked about this before on past shows, buying tickets to shows, like buying insurance is not an odd thing. Like I I never, and we've talked about this before, I've never bought insurance for tickets, ever. Now I buy it every show because canceling happens all the time. I, I hate to come across this way, but I gotta say it. I feel like ever since COVID happened, and I'm not blaming COVID or political, that's not my that's not my intention, but I feel like ever since that, it gave the okay for artists to cancel whatever it may be. Even the bigger artists cancel for whatever reason. It just causes a lot of issues. And I think in 2023, I think that it's been I, I think it's looked upon as eh, that's okay. They canceled for whatever reason. I agree with you. I think it's become a norm. It's become yeah. an accepted norm. And again, yeah. early on with the COVID, okay, it was real hard to say, well, no, you don't have it or you do have it or whatever. Well, yeah, Everybody yeah, yeah. was still running on fear. And, of course. you know, distance yeah. was the key. So everybody was like, okay. But I've been in the same situations of you. I was at a show just, you know, within the last six months. The first band canceled. The day of, the last band canceled 40 minutes before their set. I was like, you know, I've had bands, we've booked the shows, the show's coming up, and two days before they go, yeah, we just can't work that into our schedule. Well, yeah, but you you already booked it. Like, someone said yes. I don't know, you know, like, so I have, I mean, cancellations on shows have, have always been a thing with bands, right? And a lot of times you don't see those bands very long because they're having internal issue maybe or they can't get it down to a science in terms of you know maybe somebody didn't tell somebody else or i don't know it's it could be anything you know right somebody has a bad vehicle or like we talked about this in another show just briefly like excuses have become outrageous and acceptable because if somebody uses an excuse and you're like well yeah, I've used that excuse or, you know, no one wants to call anybody out because now that's a bad thing. Yeah. Just five, ten years ago, canceling a show was still oftentimes, especially if you were dealing with a veteran venue and or booking agent. I mean, you were blacklisted for a little bit, maybe not completely yeah. shut down, yeah. but you were, you know, looked over quite often. Unfortunately, you know, I mean, everybody's had to pull out of a show at one time or another. Like if you've been doing yeah, this happens. long enough, it happens. Yeah, but of if your numbers, if your batting average is starting to go up in your cancellations, then we're looking at something a little different, right? Yeah. But if you yeah. have hundreds and hundreds of shows and you can count the shows that you canceled on one hand and you don't need your thumb, well, then that's a pretty good track record, especially in this oh, business. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. transportation issues happen. Yeah, I, I was on, happens. I yep. was on tour 
Last fall, we had transportation issues in between gigs. And yeah. we had to make a call, and we did. We actually had repairs done. By the time the repair is done, we would have never made it to the next venue. So right, there was, right. and thankfully, we were working with a good booking agency. They actually were able to get us something that we could get to, and we did a last-minute fill-in. So it, it worked out for almost everybody, but yeah. it's not something that we would do. And, you know, I mean, it's like I said, it's, it's happened. But we've, like you, we've played shows without singers, without bass yeah. players. It is very difficult to do it without a drummer. However, we have done some acoustic shows. Yeah, you guys can. Yeah, you guys can. Yeah. And we've done it. I mean, we've done shorter sets. We've done longer sets because of other bands canceling. Yeah. Which goes to yeah. say, cancel or not to cancel, that's the one thing. But the bands then that have to deal with a band that has canceled last minute, and you know how that is. That's usually either they push the show back, so it yeah. starts a little mm -hmm. later. They ask everyone to play a little longer set. Um, I was just on another show just a few months ago. Had the show start a little later, 15, 20 minutes later. I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but it really is a lot. In, in some cases, yeah. that's someone's whole set. Yeah. And yeah. then they then yeah. they ask you to play a little longer. Can you play a little longer? Can you can you cover this time? Can you? And for a band that is working, that would behoove you to be prepared. Always yeah. have something yep. more. Just yep. in case. It's always good to be over-prepared in this case. Have more. Yeah. A lot of people get uptight. They go, oh, man, I didn't get through my whole set. Yeah, but you got through a set. And right. they didn't pull you right. off earlier. Right? right? I've had, we've been given, you know, a half-hour set and they cut you at 24 minutes. Right. Because they're getting uptight because they themselves are running behind. Not, or the band before you took too long, yeah. so they start cutting stuff. So that's different. But, you know, you do the best you can, whatever. But if you have that opportunity, right, that's you honing your skill and being prepared. Yeah. And then you're yeah. given this opportunity and you can say, yes, I can. And not, no, I can't. Sorry about that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it is sometimes a little bit of a struggle for the bands that are there and bands cancel. Because now you're scrambling, you're trying to figure out, especially for the venue, well, how am I going to extend this night now? Because right. if I lose my entertainment, I may lose the patrons, which then they yep. lose money. And then that's, that's right. usually where the bands that have canceled get blacklisted. Yep. Right? But like you're saying now, it's become a little bit more, because even venues have canceled shows. Don't you, right? The day of, look, we're canceling the show, sorry. Yeah. For whatever, yeah. we're understaffed somebody's sick they don't even say covid anymore it's just somebody's sick yeah, yeah right you know real quick not to interrupt you but i i want to get started you could even look at it and a big picture kind of going what you said so let's do this so a band cancels the night gets hurt patrons money's lost so then the owner looking agent whatever goes and you and i talked about this earlier tonight they go well too many local we'll say metal because that's what you and i are in too many local metal bands cancel. So I'm not going to book local metal anymore. Right. I'll book bands that are more reliable, whether it be any other kind of music or bands. But listen, you know, as a local struggling indie artist, as we are, you know, stuff like that, if it hurts a whole show, then yeah. I mean, it really could hurt the bar and the bar may not want any of us back, not just you may not want any of us because you know we can't pull it together and to cover it right it could be it could be ugly 
It can be. It can be ugly for everybody. And like you said, it's that one bad apple spoils the whole bunch, right? And now yeah. now you're saying, well, listen, local metal acts just aren't drawing. And I can't count on right. these guys. They don't have a good work right. ethic. Let me bring in right. a tribute band, which has been a rise since the floodgates yeah. have opened mm. post-pandemic. Tribute acts, cover acts are, are definitely, they're a draw. People want a guarantee. Yeah. And yeah. the venues want a guarantee. The patrons want a guarantee. They don't want to have to guess. And they don't want five bands where, you know, it's all different stuff anymore. They want to know exactly what they're getting. And, I mean, I, I can understand some of that, but that does not help your local scene, unfortunately. You canceling shows and it's a regular occurrence because you got somebody that has an issue in the band, maybe a substance issue, maybe an authority issue, maybe an attitude or a behavioral issue. I mean, all that, that band has to consider, why are we constantly canceling shows? And I've been with bands that seem to cancel shows a lot. Why are you canceling and you, shows? You and know, you know it's hard, man. Like, it's, it's hard for bands to get fans as it is. So you finally get fans, they come out to see your band, and you're not there. Right. And it sucks to see people's faces when they go, oh, they're not here. Right. You know? Yeah. Perfect example. I, I had a show over the summer. It was a big show. The bands had been booked forever. One band bailed out, day of. And a lot of people came to see that band. And the look on people's faces were super disappointed because they weren't there. And you just hope that those people don't turn around and leave, which thankfully they didn't. But you could. You could lose. You could, I mean, you really could lose people. And, you know, you could lose people as fans because right. if you're a band that does it on, you know, on, on the daily then people just go, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop showing because I, I don't know if this band's ever going to be here, you know, when they do book a show. Case in point, years ago, now we're talking 25, almost 30 years ago, I guess, Guns N' Roses, they were starting to go through a turbulent time and they were starting to cancel shows. Yeah. And riots were breaking out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or yeah. Axel was super late. Or he'd start the show and then he'd walk off. And then mayhem ensues, right? Yeah, and if yeah. you remember that the band fell apart, and then they tried yeah. to do all this other stuff, and you know Chinese democracy took like six thousand years to complete with <laughs> seven hundred million different artists, <laughs> and they had lost a lot of the band itself had lost a lot of integrity with the fans, right? People were like, I don't want to deal with yeah. them anymore. Now, that's not necessarily the case today. You get that band back up on the thing, and they're selling out, you know, whatever, but. Even you said it, it was kind of getting tiring. So, yeah, you yeah. know, you were also talking a bigger band, but for a time, Guns N' Roses was definitely, like, washed up, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and a lot of that was due to the way things were happening there, internal problems, whatever, but the fans were paying for it because shows yeah. were canceled. And, and then venues were paying for it because they had to reimburse these fans. And then the insurance had to kick in to people that were injured, <laughs> And the yeah. destruction, and yep. I mean, you know, you can, yep. you can yep. read a lot about that stuff on, you know, the internet about, you know, there's even video about it. Even Axel getting involved in the in the mayhem of destroying yeah. stuff, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, case in point, but like Chris was saying earlier, and even to that point, it was early last year, even Eddie Trunk was saying it's becoming too convenient for bands to cancel because of yes. COVID. Like, if, yes. if ticket sales were down and they knew it, all of a sudden somebody got yep. COVID. 
Now, he yep. wasn't pointing fingers, and he wasn't saying so-and-so and all that kind of stuff. That was one of the things I kind of agreed with him. Yeah, if you didn't want to go on late, or you didn't want to be the opening act, or whatever the case may be, or you didn't like the lineup, all of a sudden I had COVID. And most people, how are you, what are you going to do? Go to the person's house and, and give right. them a rectal right. exam and go, hey, now you don't have COVID? <laughs> no, it's like it's the last place you want to be. Right? So yeah, you're using yeah. that tactic. So like I said, we played shows without singers, and that's tough, especially since we're yeah. a vocal-oriented and driven band, right? Yeah. And yeah. things are built around that. So have we done it? Yeah, we've done it. We've done some relatively big shows. We try not to do it so that when we're booking shows now, we're given the date or we're presented with whatever, and it's put to the band, can we do this? We're at a point now, it's like we're not going to do a show unless we're all in it together. Because right. in the long run, and you were starting to say this earlier, it's really not the best outlet for our music, our brand. We're not at full function, not at full force. We're kind of right. under compliment. And that's not where we want to place the music. Now, if we had, and again, we had booked these shows and something came up, Singer couldn't make it. Singer was sick. Drummer was injured. Bass player had some family issues to whatever. Then that's different. And you give the venue, you tell the venue, the booking person, this is what we have. Listen, here's the thing. We're prepared to play. We're going to be missing one, one of our soldiers here. If you're all right with that, we're all right with that. And we let the audience know, hey, listen, we're going to be doing an instrumental set. Unfortunately, our singer yep. can't make it. Is yeah. it the greatest oh, yeah. thing? No, it's not the greatest thing. But can it be done? Absolutely can be done. And I think most people, probably 98, 99, maybe even 100, I think most people, if not all, they respect the fact that you didn't cancel, that at least you're up there doing what you can because you committed to doing the job. Exactly. I agree with you. I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. We were contracted to do two sets, and Singer lost his voice during the first set. So we finished the first set without him singing. And we did the second set with no singing. Right. We did a show one time without the bass player. It was a last minute. He couldn't make it. We got lucky. We got someone to come in just to sing backing vocals to kind of fill in that gap. We that did a gap, real yeah. big show, a national show. Unfortunately, the bass player couldn't make that one. That's after we booked it. He just couldn't make it. We wanted a fill-in, and we got a fill-in. So we, we had enough time that we could get a fill-in. We actually yep. did that a couple times. We've had to get a fill-in. And is it the same? No. Did we get through it? Yeah. Did people like it? Yeah, it worked. Because like you said before, most people don't know the music or they're not that familiar yeah, yeah, with yeah. the music. And yeah, if, yeah, you're, yeah. if yep. you're putting on a good show, a good show is a good show, right? Yeah, but 100%. Yep. yep. 100%, right? And like I said, we've done acoustic. And I actually, believe it or not, I, I was told, oh, you can't do acoustic and metal and, and you can't do you can't do original metal that nobody knows acoustically. Why not? I'm doing metal electric that nobody knows. <laughs> What's the difference? And it works out really good. We've done full nights of acoustic. We did last year, early last year, we did, we were the only band for the night. We did three full sets, all different material. We were able to play for three hours, three sets of nothing but acoustic. And it's great. It's less equipment. It doesn't kill your ears. People seem to like it. You know. Yeah. Uh, yep. We even did, one year we did a half hour of acoustic, 
And then we followed with an hour of full band electric, right? Gave the people a little bit, gave them a break, you know, warm up. Yeah. And this, it's fun. You'll find ways around it if you're working towards that, right? You figure out a way to, around it. Thankfully, I haven't, you know, I haven't missed any shows. But we're at a point now that, like I was saying earlier, that if we can't get the date to work, we just have to pass on it. And we, right. you know, sometimes right. we pass on good shows. It's like, listen, the best thing for us at this point, and this is what people need to do. Don't, I've said this before, if you got to work that night, if you have to be somewhere in the morning and there's all these possibilities of excuses popping up at the last minute, don't book the show. Yeah, that's right. Just, that's right. just don't go listen. Yep. Thank you for the opportunity. Unfortunately, we can't do the show. If you can consider us for later shows down the line, we'd be more than interested to maybe do something yeah. in the near future. And that's it. Yep. That's what people want to hear. They don't want to hear you go, yes them to death, and then you pull out the last minute. Because that's right. people start counting on that. Oh, I got this band, yeah. and I got this band. They're on the bill. People print up tickets, right, with that stuff. They print up posters. They do advertising. They sponsor boosts whatever you you know some nowadays a lot of people will do little videos and they pop them up on instagram and facebook and you know reels or something i think they're called now right is that Mm -hmm. what something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. that stuff doesn't just magically appear you know what i mean it isn't magically delicious somebody's got to spend some time and sometimes some money so you know there's and then all of a sudden that band isn't there you have to retract all that stuff and like Chris right. was saying earlier, it just kind of puts a mark. Like, even if it doesn't blacklist you, there will be that idea. Uh, you know what? I, I asked that band the last time, and they they just didn't they didn't come through. Yeah. So let me let me yeah. let me go. Yeah. Let me, you kind of get sidestepped. And if you do that one too many times, it's it's hard, you know. And and listen, after a while, musicians in the scene start knowing who the bands are. And Chris has said this before. Yep. You know who the problem childs are, you know, and you're always going to have them. And unfortunately, if if it's putting a black mark on other bands of that genre, especially for a venue who then doesn't want to support the scene anymore because they keep having this this repeat of the same scenario, well, it's doing nobody any justice, right? And And that goes back to our episode we did on bands helping bands, right? How can bands better support bands? Book the show, do the show, Support the show. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to buy people's merchandise. You don't have to go over and bring them, you know, Meals on Wheels or anything like that. Just keep doing what you're doing. I agree. I, mean, I agree. 100%. You know, like we said before, these things will happen. They'll happen quite often. There's some things that, you know, they just happen. But if the band is in good communication, I don't know about you. I've been on shows where the band comes in and they're waiting for the other player and no one hears from them. That player just never yeah. shows up. Yep. What happened to him? Been, yep. I, I don't know. Well, did anybody call him while well, we tried? Or now nah, we're not really talking to him. Well, then <laughs> did anybody tell him there was a show? I don't know. <laughs> not sure. <laughs> That's horrible. You are listening to the Cosmic Voice with your hosts Chris Natalini and Mick Michaels. I, you know, I was going to say, man, you know, and I always tell the story because I love this story. And I wish I wish I remembered who it was or I, because I just don't. But many, many, many years ago, I was at a, a three day metal fest Saturday afternoon. Place was packed jammed. It was in North Jersey. I'll never forget it for as long as I live. It was there was three stages. So there was a stage in every room. And I remember hearing a guy just screaming, doing death metal vocals. And, and I'm like this is weird. Like, I wonder what's going on. So I walk in and it's a guy on stage all by himself. 
long. I get, if I close my eyes, I could see him. Long brown hair, had a denim vest on, just screaming his lungs out. Here come to find out that his band was booked to play this festival. And the night before they were in the hotel, because he told the story on stage, the night before the hotel, they got into a huge argument. Well, the band left them there. Oh they my. just left. Oh so he said, I'm doing the show anyway. <laughs> so he stood up there for 20 minutes, just spewing lyrics. And he had the music in his head and, and people loved him, bro. Loved him. And I will, and I, if I'm the only one out of 2000 people that remember it, well, he did his job because I have never forgotten it ever. I wish, I wish I would have got the kid's name and, and just stayed in contact with him. Cause I would have even the band name. I would have loved to remember who that was but my man just stood up there by himself for 20 minutes and people just cheered him on like he was a full band man and that's that's one of those things where people give you respect when you again it's not you know it, it, well his was a different situation but he went up there right like right. he fulfilled his commitment yeah. he, he didn't want to look bad no and uh, because god knows what band he could be in i mean you, we, we don't know what he's doing right now i right. mean you know he, who's to say that the one of the promoters went you know that's kind of a class act like that's the, a guy went up there and you know you never know so even if you do perform without a singer or you do an acoustic drummer you like to think that that booking agent promoter goes you know what at least they didn't cancel they didn't play to their full potential but they came up here they fulfilled it they bought drinks had some food whatever made the club money People came out, and everybody's happy. Yeah, listen, it's a test of his character, his commitment. It's not optimal. It wasn't the optimal situation that he wanted. But people, like you said, there was a problem. He faced it. He did his best to overcome it. I'm sure he would have probably preferred to be with his band. But you got to give it to somebody like that that's like, hey, I'm. this is where I'm at. I'm doing it. Why pass? Yeah. I worked hard to be here. Why not? You know, this is what I deserve. So... I agree. That's, that's really cool. And like you said, and people will respond to that. It's kind of like the underdog type of story, right? It's like, look at this guy, yeah, man. Yeah. It may not yeah. be the best, but then after a while you go, just because of the highlight of someone doing this in such a challenging light, it all sounds better, doesn't it? Like, like yeah. you, go, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. because it's like, you know, you start cheering it on and people like it. And, and that's pretty awesome in a sense. It really is, man. You know, it's like, Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. You know what I mean? I, I get choked <laughs> exactly. up every time. You know what I mean? That's what it's like. You know what I'm saying? Just get him out there, man. Just get him out there once. And people surprise you. So, yeah. And somebody's going to say, well, listen, you know, I don't care what people say about me or think about me and if whatever... I get that, and you're right. We can't worry about so much of that. But at the same time, if you're trying to build a brand, you're building this business, you got to kind of cross your T's and dot your I's, right? If you're pissing everybody off along the way, you're not going to have yeah. you're not going to have any water left in the bucket. You're not yeah. going to get any water in the bucket when it's empty. You're going to go to the yeah. well and people are going to be like, no, they're going to turn you away. So Chris was saying you please the booker, maybe the venue makes some money, you know, fulfilled your obligation. That stuff goes a long way as you're building because it will come back to you because people will remember, hey, you know what? This guy did come through. Let's get this guy a shot. At least I know someone's going to show up. Someone's going to play, you know, maybe we can have a talk and we can make sure that the whole band is here this time. But, you know, whatever. (laughs) But at least they don't check you off because once you're checked off, that's a hard road to travel. It's a hard road to get back in. Now, I don't know how it is so much today because things are so different. But years ago, venues talked to one another. Yeah, man. Sometimes the same person or group of people owned a string of venues. 
right? Yeah. Different people yeah. ran them, but a lot of them had the same owners. But a lot of yeah. these guys worked together. They would share things. And, and listen, people talked. Hey, you, this so-and-so ban or whatever. You know, I see you got so-and-so. Good luck. Why? Well, this is, you know. It's, yeah. You know, yeah, it's true. You know, it's you, true. maybe you don't cancel shows, but you go there and you cause problems. Yeah, you know, it's true. Beer tabs true. and damaged equipment. I've been on shows where bands ran a tab, never paid for it. Bands oh. stole the equipment from the house, you know, and oh. it's on video. You know, a lot of these places, they have surveillance, so they know who it is. Getting into confrontation with the audience. Like, everybody thinks it's an Andy Kaufman routine. Well, maybe that works in the big leagues, but, you know, in a little club, somebody gets beat up later on. I mean, I played a show, and a fight broke out, and then the fight went out into the parking lot, and then some guy got in the car, and he tried to run the person over. Actually, hit him, unfortunately, but he didn't run him over. But, I mean, cops were there. It prolonged us going on. Like, everything right, had to shut right. down. You see what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it would have been best that they canceled the show that night. I don't know. <laughs> so, But if you can't do the show, or if there's any reason that an excuse may come up, don't book the show. Your band right. should be on board. Everybody on board. They should have the same goal. Like, hey, the goal is we book shows, we show up to the show, we put on the best show we possibly can. This way you can avoid canceling, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you know yeah. there could be a possible problem, you need to pass on that show. That's my opinion. No, Unless I, you I, have I, a backup 100%, 100%. plan. 100%. Like, and like Chris was saying early on, if you still want to do the show but one player can't and they decide that, hey, we could still do the show if everybody's in whatever, do it. If there's a talk about, hey, you can maybe get find a fill-in, do it. We had fill-ins, but that was a discussion and a decision that was made collectively by the band. We didn't all of a sudden say, oh, yeah, we're doing the show, and by the way, we have a fill-in. Yeah. That yeah. doesn't work either, right? I mean, especially if no, you're trying to no, keep things. No. Yeah, you're just, you're just causing yourself you're just more causing grief. causing more problems. Yeah, more yeah. grief. Yeah. And chances are that person's going to not show up to some other shows. But at the same time, if you can do it without that person, one person down, and you feel that you're still delivering, then you do it. But like yeah. I was saying, for us now, we won't do that. Like, if we know there could be, we just avoid doing it. It's just, yeah. it's not best for the brand. That's my opinion. No, I agree. I agree 100%. When you've canceled shows, and I'm sure you have, what was the issue? No, just that's just fine. so, so uh, people you... can understand that it does happen, and sometimes you just can't do it any other way. Uh, usually, usually it's been with a drummer, and usually it's either sickness or a family thing. You know, something happens or, you know, a. a personal issue within the family happened or maybe someone passed away or they, like, something like that. Because like I said, I, you, I I don't ever remember. Yeah, it's usually if we've ever canceled, it's usually because of a drummer situation because we can't pull our stuff off, you know, with, with no drummer. Right. I've um, watched you guys play with one guitar player, with no yeah, bass we, player. Listen, we, yeah, yeah, we played as a trio. I mean, we right. have. And, and if we can, we will. But, you know, and for us, if you lose the drummer, then yeah, it's, it's hard. But right. that's I, all it really was. If it's just, you know, if it's some, you know, he was sick or if there was a family emergency yeah but, uh, yeah and that's what i'm saying that kind of stuff happens and if you're of course yeah of course, i mean it's and sometimes it's unavoidable as we talked about before that's where good communication comes in the sooner you yes. can let somebody know the better yes. you give them an option or options yep. and sometimes let them make the call like, what do you think? Not full compliment is best for the show. Some people say, nah, listen, you know what? Don't worry about it. It's okay. At least you gave them the option. 
Yeah. I mean, if you're calling yeah. up a half hour before, listen, we can't make it or something, you know, that's... This is how you sometimes know it's BS that a band cancels, like, right before. Like, they didn't show up for... Not one person showed up for sound check or for yeah. loading. Yeah. So you know yeah. it's already been a predetermined thing. And then yep. they're not there at the show. It's yeah. like, well, if you're not going to play and you were scheduled to be there anyway, maybe come out and support it. That demonstrates yeah. then to the booker, to the venue, that you were really going to be there. And I've seen that hundreds of times. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's one of those things where it's just too easy to cancel. And then, you know, they don't think beyond canceling. They cancel and then that's it. That's it. You know? Yeah. And they get they go on to the next thing. And I think that we're in a climate where it is becoming, for a lack of a better term, more acceptable and easy for bands to cancel. And venues just go, okay, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's what I said earlier in the show, right? Like, I feel like in 2023, canceling is, it isn't as looked down upon as it was when you and I were coming up. No, and then you get bands going, man, or fans even go, man, the same bands are playing here all the time. It's the same yep. band. Because they're going to do the shows because other bands aren't pulling their weight. Right. 100%, dude. That is 100%. Since we're post-COVID... Things are pretty much back to not normal, but you know what I mean. Bands are back in full effect now. And there's a lot of bands coming up, a lot of new bands emerging, a lot of old bands disappeared. There's definitely a pool of bands. The issue yeah. is, is they're not all pooling their weight. Right. And I think that doesn't help the scene. Cancel or not cancel, how important is your brand, is your band, is the music, is what you're trying to achieve how important is it to you to cancel that gig? Yeah. That's something you have to weigh up. This is just, you know, stuff from our experience. We're not necessarily passing judgment or making judgment or anything like that. I mean, no, these, th these no. things happen. Things happen. We've all experienced it. And it is unfortunate. It's always sickening when we have to cancel a show. And like I said, I can count it on four fingers, this band, over the last 12 years. You do what you have to do. You take it as it comes. But uh, if you can't do the show, if you think there's going to be excuses... Don't take the show. Don't take the show. Yeah. Got anything else you want to add? Nope. That's it, brother. That is it. All right. If you like that episode, check out some of our other episodes at www.thecosmicvoice.com. Step into the cosmic verse and fill that void. Thanks so much for listening. This is The Cosmic Voice. Be sure to check us out at thecosmicvoice.com. Like and follow us on Facebook at The Cosmic Voice. You can find The Cosmic Voice everywhere you listen to online podcasts like Deezer, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, and so many more. Okay, folks, that will do it for another episode of The Cosmic Voice. Mick and I would like to say thank you very much for tuning in, and we will see you next week. You're listening to The Cosmic Voice. Music, talk, and nothing but business.